0: Hey, I'm Dr. Sharon DeVivo, president of Vaughn College, now in our 90th year and host of our podcast, Future-Proof Focus. Through unscripted, honest conversations with prominent industry leaders, students, faculty, and alumni, we will explore diversity, equity, and inclusion in education and employment, and the forces that drive personal and career growth. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, we are thrilled today to have Philip Bradu, class of 2022, joining the podcast today. He graduated with his mechanical engineering bachelor's degree from Bond last year and is currently a test engineer at Georgia Power. Welcome to the podcast, Philip.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, when did you first get interested in engineering? Did you know this is what you wanted to do with your life at an early age?
1: Um. Yeah. Exactly. Um. In high school, um, I majored in. We have something. I'm from Ghana, so, our, in our educational system, when you get to high school, um, you could major in science, in arts, uh, visual arts, or whatever you want. And uh, I majored in science because I found it interesting. You know, I found equipment, the internet, uh, computers interesting at a young age, and I also. Thought science and technology was cool, and uh, every day there is advancement in science. Our phones get more powerful, and I just feel like it's cool. It's a lot to learn, so and also math and physics never scared me away. So I knew that I could do it.
0: Oh, that's all All right. So I have to ask because you brought up Ghana. How'd you get to the US?
1: Um, My dad was here. He's been here for over twenty years, and. When he had the citizenship, he um, filed for us to come and live with him because he was here alone. So, my brother and I came to the US.
0: How old were you when you came here?
1: Um, I was eighteen. I just okay. completed high school. Yeah.
0: Oh, true. and so tell me, how did you how did you find Bond then?
1: Um, so when I came to the US, um, I applied for Bronx Community College, and I did half years there, and uh, I think. After that, uh, I saw an email for a scholarship being offered by Vaughn, and yeah, and uh, I responded, and that's how I got into Vaughn.
0: Oh, that's terrific! Yeah, that's right. We were we were doing that program with um, CUNY schools. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. Oh, neat. All right. So, so you were a transfer student. So, were you here for two years?
1: You- yeah, I was here for about two and a half
0: years. Okay. Yeah. And what was your experience like as a Vaughn student? You know, how did how did we get you to where you are now?
1: Um, my experience as a um, student was great. Um, I never had problems with any faculty or staff or anything. I got everything I needed um, from financial aid to advisory to career services. Everyone was helpful throughout my journey. So I'm glad that I, I met everyone. and. Um, uh, that's that's it. It was great. Like that's all I could say. I, if I have the chance to do it, I'll do it all over again, just without COVID.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of your time with us would have been spent online, I'm guessing, yeah. except for labs.
1: Yes, that's yeah. true.
0: Oh my goodness. So, so tell me who some of your favorite faculty members were and why.
1: My some of my favorite faculties they are all in the engineering departments. Dr. Amir was really helpful, especially um, getting to my final stages. Um, I did my degree project to him, and he helped me throughout the way with the meetings and everything. Dr. Amir, uh, Professor Yankee, earlier on, um, a lot of them uh, are on the top of my head. All your classes were great. All of them were um, really helpful. Um, since it's small classes so you get that personal help that you need and your progress is kind of like tracked and you are paid attention to so they told me everything I needed and uh, I loved it.
0: That's terrific. Did you make some good friends while you were here too?
1: Oh yeah, I made a lot of friends. Um, some of them I still keep in contact with and uh, we talk from time to time and they are also doing their thing. That's terrific.
0: That's terrific. So when did you decide that power was a field you wanted to be part of?
1: After I, basically last year, after I finished my um, internship with Georgia Power, I was like, yeah, this is something that I love. This is something that I want to do. Um, it's, it was challenging. It was a great experience. Um, I got to go on the field. I had hands-on experience. Um, went for a lot of engineering meetings, got to meet other engineers, um, people doing different stuff that I had no idea about. And uh, I had no idea the field was that diverse and that huge. So that was great. And after that, I was like, yeah, yeah um, I definitely want to work in the power industry.
0: All right. So back up. How'd you get that internship at Georgia Power?
1: So um, I got that internship through Nesby. Um, You want to just
0: tell everybody what NSBE is? National uh, Society for Black Engineers.
1: Engineers, yeah. (laughs) yeah. You should join it, definitely. It was a great experience and I'm glad I went to it and Vaughn sponsored me to go. So um, I went there, I spoke to a variety of companies at the conference, at the career fair. And um, I went to the, they call it the hospitality suite. That's like after the career fair, the companies have their own thing they do. Uh, I met one of the supervisors. I was speaking to different people and he offered me to come to Valdosta, Georgia and uh, try an internship. And that's how I ended up here.
0: That's great. So as a direct result of that internship, you Mm -hmm. must have been, you must have knocked their socks off.
1: And that's how you got the job. Is that what happened? Uh, hopefully that's what happened. <laughs> the, uh, I went to Valdosta for four months last summer and uh, completed the an internship. And I came back to school to do my uh, finish my degree project. And uh, I think one afternoon they called me, the recruiter called me and uh, told me that I had an offer and I should let them know if I'm going to go full-time. And I was like, Uh, It took me about uh, a week, you know, talking with my dad and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not skipping this.
0: So what went into the decision-making process?
1: Basically, my dad, because um, I've lived with my dad since I've been in New York. And I had to move states and uh, have to be by myself again. Now, this time, I wasn't, like, really going to come back. Um, So... That that was it, but I'd already been here. I know I knew what to expect, um, and I've made a, I made a few friends, so it wasn't that hard of a decision.
0: Well, it sounds like the internship not only prepared you to really like the power industry and also to specifically like Georgia Power, but also to get a sense of what it was like to live in Georgia and to make some friends. And so, that really was a critical step. In your journey to the job you're in now,
1: yes, that's definitely yeah. true. Without the internship, would have made a, um, a harder decision. Mm-hmm. But with the internship, I definitely knew what was like. I was getting into what was there, what was out there, right? And I'd already met my my currently coworkers. I'd already work with them, so I knew who was there.
0: So that's great. I
1: made the decision really easy.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it must be hard too because. You're away from family now. I mean, how's the transition been over the last little less than a year, actually? Um, you know, and especially to go from New York to Georgia—that's another big shift. It was probably like going from Ghana to New York, right?
1: Yeah, it was. It was a big shift. Um, I am like in the country, country, so it's different from New York culture-wise. It's slower down here. Um, the people, I. Coming here, hearing them speak, I had a difficult time like, understanding them already with my accent. So uh, I'm getting used to that with the movement. Um, yes, I definitely too.
0: detect the southern drawl in, your, in in that accent yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, different lingos down here. And um, it's country, it's slower. Mm-hmm. And um, living by yourself, too, is... Uh, I didn't realize the amount of work that goes into moving
0: right.
1: You're on your own. So um, having to order stuff, having to set up a whole new apartment yeah.
0: and
1: get stuff together, and there are no trains here, and you have to drive everywhere. And it's, it's different. Right. So, so it's been a um, let me say a roller coaster for six months. That I've been here. Right. I'm getting settled in.
0: That's great. So tell me, what's what's a what's a day like for you as a test engineer?
1: So a day like as a test engineer is two things. Either I'm in the office if there is nothing to do in the field, or I'm in the field um, learning something, um, looking at different equipment, mainly relays and every other equipment in a substation. So protective relaying, um, Batteries, um, breakers, transformers, and different like substation equipment that you have to learn. You have to do sometimes you have to do wiring, so I have to learn how to like strip wires and stuff like that. Um, You have to write a JSB. You have to learn. You have to listen. You have to know. Ask questions, Um, and you never you just never stop learning. It's it's different. It's a different thing every day. So sometimes it's not what you expect. Sometimes it's something that you plan in the office. So that's how it is.
0: And is Georgia Power thinking about sort of the next, the next power uh, solution, right? Whether it's solar or wind, or um, and and how to distribute that power across the grid. What are some of the things that you're starting to see them thinking about?
1: Um, speaking about solar. I think yesterday I was in a... Yesterday and Wednesday Yesterday was Thursday. Yeah. Yesterday and Wednesday, I was in a solar farm, uh, one substation there in a the solar farm, and we were installing some equipment to monitor um, fault currents. So solar is one of the big, um, like new generation in the South because of the amount of land here. So I got to um i've got to work in a few of them and i think during management meetings they are talking about um putting a new nuclear plant online two nuclear plants huge ones, um and it's going to be like the first the first plant in 30 years or so that's what they, they told us and they feel like nuclear is going to be the future to replace coal but there's also wind there is also solar Um, That's that's what I know. And they always tell us to think about sustainable energy because the customers, like the huge customers, are asking for carbon-free emissions, something like that. So I think that's where it's heading to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting that uh, the business side is pushing the state to make those Mm -hmm. kinds of investments. Um, Yeah. So I mean would you recommend the power industry to to current Vaughn students or recent grads like you? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of opportunities.
1: Um definitely recommend. There's a lot of learning. Um as a mechanical and electrical engineer, this is a a spot to be. Um the learning never stops. Um something new. Um you get to meet different people um with different experiences. Um in, like different sides of the job that I didn't know existed. Um, there is the field side, and then there is the office design, the wiring. A lot of it goes into it. So it's if you want, like on field, you want to be wiring stuff and testing voltages and stuff, this is one of the jobs that I think you're going to like because there's a lot to it.
0: So what's next for you? Like, Do you want to create a career? At Georgia Power, is there a job there that you particularly got your eye on, or are you interested in in looking someplace else? What are you thinking?
1: Um, next for me is I love this role and this job. Um, I definitely want to see myself doing this for a long time. As I don't see anything else pulling me away now. Uh, I love um, testing, working with the relays and testing them. So maybe um a position that is more focused on um relays or something that i would love but as a field engineer you you do relays you do uh, a lot of um, different equipments you have to install you have to work on projects so this like makes you diversified in like different skills not just one aspect and um I just see myself as a testing engineer now. Maybe location in the future, see myself moving, because um, there isn't a lot to do down here.
0: <laughs> back, come back to New York.
1: <laughs> if the opportunity arises and it's a good one, definitely, <laughs> I'll be
0: back. So, you know, is there, if, if a student is considering a career in engineering or particularly in power, you know, what would you suggest? And is there anything that you wish you'd known earlier that could have helped you in terms of discovering this field?
1: If a student wants to be in power, I will say transmission. If you want the most hands-on, intensive, like aggressive, like you want to learn, you want to test stuff and do stuff, um, transmission, uh, test engineer, transmission, substations. It's like the place as a field engineer, there's a lot and you would never get, like, bored, especially in the fall, because in the summer, it gets hot, and they don't want you to drop load, or they don't want to take things out of service, so our work ahead is done in the fall. So I'm I'm looking forward to this fall. It's going to be my first time working within that, like, around that time, so um, I would say if you're interested in power, definitely there's transmission, but there is also, like, Numerous stuff that I don't think I'm familiar with myself that you could do if you want to design, if you want to do calculations, if you want to sit in the office and just analyze. There are so many positions that are out there that they are also practically hiring. So you could look into that.
0: Yeah, terrific. Well, it's so funny because I was just thinking about the times that I don't have the heat or the air conditioning on. <laughs> and I would imagine those are the times... That power companies are particularly working on upgrading and investing in infrastructure and things like that because that's the least disruptive time in case something yeah. goes wrong.
1: Oh, it's easy. Anything in the summer hours. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: yeah. My my downtime is is your uptime. <laughs> that's that's great. So, one question I ask all of my podcast guests is, "What is the most daring thing you've ever done?" And how did you talk yourself into it?
1: The most daring thing I ever did was coming here the first time. That's that's by far the most daring thing because I didn't know this place. I've never heard of this town. And um, to a different state, buying the plane, um, finding accommodation. Um, what I did was uh, I signed a one-year lease and I was knew I was going to be here for like four months for the summer. But... Everywhere was often a one year lease. So I went with it and I had to find someone else to take over my lease so I could come back to New York and complete. So, because I didn't want to pay out of pocket if I wasn't there. Also, um, something I didn't know was like there wasn't a good form of pu- public transportation. I said there's no trains, there's no MTA down here. So I found that like the hard way, but I met someone who was kind enough to lend me their car. And so, yeah, meeting friends, uh, making friends. Um, there was another guy from New Jersey that also was here and he had left the company. So one of my co-workers told me about him and I connected with him and he connected me down with friends over here. So that was a good one. So there were like many obstacles that I had to overcome during my internship. And um, I'm glad I did take it because... Uh, it led me here, and I'm happy where I am right now.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that ability to stretch yourself and grow and, yes. and work through the fear and be adaptable. It sounds yes. like it had a huge payoff because you wouldn't be where you are without having made the leap. Yes. That's yeah, true. that's terrific. Oh, that's great. So um, thank you so much, Philip, for being here. What a great conversation, and we're so proud of you. We really are. Um for all those Vaughn engineering students, this is a, you know, this is a great way to think about another career field. Um, and engineering students out there, you know, average starting salaries for Vaughn engineering students are, you know, in the low eighties, um, and that could be a possibility for for those of you listening as well. Um, and this is a field that really is is going to change probably dramatically over the next decade uh, as we introduce more. Uh, alternative energy and uh, offers lots of exciting, as Philip talked about, lots of exciting opportunities to both be in an office and be out in the field um, to get a taste of uh, work outside of four walls. Right. Um, so, and we know that engineering jobs, we will not produce enough engineers um, for the for the next for the foreseeable future, and um, have great stability and potential uh, for growth over time. So, so thank you again, Philip. And, um, and best witches, And we look forward to having you back in New York. <laughs> yes. Have a question? Email us at Vaughn.edu. And don't forget to subscribe, follow, and rate the podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.